So I have some strong feelings about don't worry, he won't get far on foot. And I'm in the minority with my thoughts here. It has managed to get really high ratings on Rotten Tomatoes, but... On that note, wear whiskey and popcorn. So this film made me feel very uncomfortable to the point where I couldn't even drink the beer that you bought Tuesday. Is that like because of the subject matter or the characters or what? I think it was a, a big part of it was the subject matter because, you know, the story is following the cartoonist John Callahan. And there's three things you got to know about him. One, he's a raging alcoholic. And the film goes into explicit detail on how that just destroys his life. And that was a big turnoff for me as far as drinking the beer (laughs) in the movie theater. That's fair. He's also a a quadriplegic, which happened after a car accident, uh, which was the result of drunk driving. And uh, the third thing is he becomes a cartoonist who managed to make some very funny, if not very dark comics. And oh, yeah, he goes through AA to change his life around. The film is actually based off of, I believe it's John Callahan's autobiography. But it's based off of a book uh, on his life. The director, Gus Van Sant, makes a stab at making John seem more like an authentic human being. Um, he doesn't shy away from showing John's worst signs while trying to portray him as uh, someone who's on the path of redemption. And the cast is strong, and that really is the the highlight of the film, I think. Yeah, it stars Joaquin Phoenix as John Callahan, Jack Black as the drunken friend, which, you know isn't too difficult to rock throw for that, uh, who actually wraps the his car around a telephone pole, resulting in John's paralyzation, and Rooney Mara as the love interest, and Jonah Hill as Donnie, who is also the leader of John's AA group. Yeah, I feel like the director was really trying to be equal parts like artsy and evocative, funny and serious, but it just didn't work. I We were jumping from various points in time throughout the film without any real reference of where we were exactly or any preparation for when we did those different jumps to different periods in his life. We'll see John at the end of his AA journey changed and a new man, and then we jump back in time to when he could walk and was a terrible person and a terrible drunkard to just after the accident. And I mean, it was not linear in any real way and then there was these inserts of animated forms of John's cartoons which were okay but just it it was stumbling along I know that I I am biased towards like I like my films to go from A to B I like linear storytelling but I do enjoy films that are able to follow maybe a more uh circular route of storytelling or maybe a little bit more abstract but this film just really I felt like was sloppy and and not not strong in its storytelling I was happy you picked up on that uh and I definitely agree a movie can jump around in time and be done extremely well uh this movie just didn't have it on the other hand I did love the animated snippets of his cartoon I actually thought those were fantastic transitions and if they had just done those and still had more of a linear 
look at it, it, it I think it would have been well done. And also piggybacking on you, oh, the acting. Yes, yes. That That is the redeeming quality of this film. I feel like Joaquin Phoenix is brilliant. This is one of his best performances in years, it feels like. Um, and the role itself was very physically challenging because he ends up playing a quadriplegic. And you wouldn't think that'd be a very physically demanding role, but it actually is, you know, to be able to act that out authentically without becoming cartoonish or over the top. And Joaquin just nailed it. But Jonah Hill, <laughs> he knocked it out of the park. He was the best part of this movie for me. Oh, yeah. The actors and acting really saved the film. We're used to seeing Hill in these like goofy Seth Rogen flicks, but he truly shows his acting skill and how much he's evolved as an actor when he's playing this queer AA leader uh, in this movie. It's not it's not over the top. It's it's very nuanced. Mm -hmm. Like by no means do I feel like he steals the stage, but it's Oscar quality for sure. Hello. Hey, uh, is this Donnie? Yeah, who's this? Hey, Donnie, this is John Callahan. I'm the neon cripple from outer space. Oh, the man with the tangerine hair? Well, I always thought of my hair as electric orange. But, yeah, that's me. Uh, look, I got your number off the board. I'm calling because I need a sponsor. I do have a lot of piglets at the moment. What are piglets? I need a sponsor. My sponsees are piglets. <laughs> That's funny. Wow. You want me to help you get sober? Well, I saw you speak, and uh, I really like what you had to say about the two pairs of pants and the one with the shit. So, John, I know, I just, and I don't know if you're serious. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, I call him Chucky. What? I don't know, John Callahan. I don't... I'm serious. I am serious. I, you know, sometimes I just I make jokes because I get nervous. But I'm, I, I, need, I need something. You know, every day, like clockwork, at 4 p.m., I get massively depressed. Well, I'm depressed from the moment I wake up, so got you there. <laughs> Listen, we're having a group talk my place on Saturday. Why don't you drop by? Ooh, a talk? Like... We'll talk about Chucky. The other piglets are coming by at 1 o'clock. 4014 Northwest Johnson, don't be late. You know, it... It's hard for me because I was rooting for this film. I heard great things from our Sundance crew about it, but it was just missing something. Scenes felt a bit repetitive. Um, I hoped to feel motivated when I left, and instead it was just kind of a big shrug. The beginning just started so strong, and it almost like ran out of steam. Yeah. And... Again, we have this problem where the women who are actually in this film are only important based around what it has to do with building Callahan's character. So as far as in-depth, you you're not going to get a lot of that outside of probably Donnie, who's Jonah Hill, and the main character himself. But I don't want to nitpick this film because we'll be here forever, <laughs> but... I walked away feeling like maybe I missed something. I didn't understand the film. I didn't catch it. And the more I sat with it and I thought about it, I just felt like this film is just falling apart, which if you look at Gus Van Sant's you know, 
background in his other films, he's done some incredible work. But this one, I just felt like it was oozing dough, just overflowing out of his fingers. And he just could not keep a grasp on what was going on. He couldn't keep a grasp on the narrative. And John Callahan is not a very likable guy for most of the story. And I think that's the point. You know, he was a raging alcoholic, which led him to do terrible things and act like a terrible person. But the redemption part of the story was like rushed up at the end. And like you said, it ran out of steam. And like, I think we should have focused more on that. But the journey, because it was chopped up and all over the place, felt very disjointed. And, you know, it is a bunch of white dudes in this movie, like you said. And recovery is just it's such a personal journey that sometimes it doesn't come across on the screen correctly. Now, a movie like 28 Days with Sandra Bullock Uh, does an astonishing story on addiction. It shows what led up to her drinking, what drinking had start to do to her and her life and her friends and family around her, and how she overcame it. I wish in this we would have received more about, like, Callahan's, like, budding career as a cartoonist. Instead, we kind of just listened to his struggles with his non-existent relationship with his birth mother and droves and droves of self-pity and I you know I'm stuck in this chair and self-pity and so you know it I mean this was about him reinventing himself and becoming a cartoonist and it was such it was it was sidelined yeah and really his career uh was just like an afterthought in this film and that's I think what he's known for the most is his uh cartooning uh, career, so you know we really missed out on on that for sure. So uh, as far as whether or not you should go see it, for me, I'd say don't waste your money. <laughs> I am th- this film was just like I I would want my money back. And for somebody who sees a lot of films too, I had a trouble following it. So I can't imagine if you don't watch a lot of indie films, you'll be really confused. I feel like yeah, Van Zant basically either gets eight Oscar nominations or it flops. And unfortunately, we've got a dead fish here. Well, that's it for this episode. Make sure you guys subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher. You can also follow us on SoundCloud. And we are on all the social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. So make sure you follow us there. We'll keep you up to date on what films to watch and what to avoid this summer. Thanks for listening.